The Jet Set Breakfast with Shell Constant. If you have just joined us, yep, you are with the JSB and uh, we've got the entire team here today. We've got uh, Zelma is at the decks. We've got Mdu. We've got Julian who is working through your WhatsApps. And then we've got Sanele as well who is also on production duty. So lots of things happening. Last week uh, we raised a story around Madonna that a late start to one of her concerts, I think it was in Brooklyn, yeah, it was a two-hour delay to the show in Brooklyn in New York in December and two of the fans uh, were so irritated and two of the participants or audience were so peeved off and irritated that they had uh, uh, instituted a class action lawsuit against Madonna and the concert organizers. Now of course uh, for those of us who've had to wait two hours for a concert to start you do get furious it's just irritating it's ah but um, we've seen that happen so many times as well. So the question I suppose we're asking today is what happens when you uh, are that late in a concert and could you institute an action against uh, someone like Madonna? So to get some insights into that, Melita Thurling is the Head of Liability and Special Risks at the I2 uh, Special Risks Department in Insurance. Melita, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Great to talk to you. So this is like a crazy story, and uh, it's not one that we usually follow up. But, you know, sometimes you can just go two hours late means that you have to leave almost two hours early off the show. You have to cut time off your show in order to get back. And I imagine in Brooklyn, a lot of people would be um, catching uh, public transport. So they'd be dealing with uh, the last train to go back, back into New York. They'd be dealing with all sorts of stuff. How successful is something of this nature, a class action against, uh, well, in this particular case, it's Madonna, but against any singer for a two-hour lateness of the show? Yeah, I mean, all I can say about that is, you know, only in America. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I did um, see a, apparently a response from Madonna, and she said, a queen is never late. So I don't think she's too concerned about the uh, class action, and that gives you a, a little bit of an idea about her attitude. Um, but yes, um, I think people do get annoyed when these sorts of things happen. But at the same time, we know that this is almost a feature of these concerts. Apparently, it's not the first time she's done it. So one would assume that you would also make uh, take that into account and make your own arrangements. Um, the area I'm involved in is is on the events liability side of things at I2 Special Risks. And um, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, um, we don't cover something like inconvenience. So normally on the insurance side, what you would look at is um, bodily injury and property damage, you know, far more serious consequences of when something goes wrong um, at an event as opposed to simply being late. But I do get it that um, you would want some money back if you suffered a loss. I think sometimes in America, the mere fact that you've been inconvenienced um, or that something's gone wrong um, leads to people to sue. I think South Africans are a lot more robust than that. Um, So you would have to show that you've suffered a loss in some instance. And it could be that you've had to uh, take an Uber as opposed to the public transport or something like that. But we're talking there about fairly inconsequential sort of what, what, what um, results. Would, yeah, I, I would, that's the question I wanted. What would you consider to be a loss? So, for example, um, and, and we'll take it back to South Africa in a moment, but 
for example, if they had said, okay, fine, because the show started two hours late and it was during a work week, for example, and they came um, they came out of it extremely late and in the end they had to cancel um, a day's work or take a day's leave or something like that the following day from work. Um, would that be considered a loss, perhaps a loss of earning, for example? Yeah, again, I think that's a little bit of a stretch because um, <laughs> you need to also you need to also look after yourself and take responsibility. So you know, leave the concert early, and then maybe your your loss is the fact that you didn't catch the last six songs or something yeah. like that. So you know, I don't think you can always put the blame on someone else. Sometimes they are to blame, but most of the time you also need to look out for yourself. Um, and if you have suffered some sort of loss. Um, you know, then you could potentially claim for it. But as I say, we're more concerned about um, the losses that occur when there's real harm that's mm. happened. And we've had that at some of our events. You know, the the um, act that came into being about safety at sports and recreational events act was as a result of those horrific um Soccer incidents um, at Ellis Park, Park. I think it was early 2000. Yes, exactly. Where, you know, a number, yeah, versus Kaiser Chiefs, exactly. Uh, You know, I think about 43 people were killed in an awful um, crush that the crowd had because of a number of things, but one of them was certainly crowd control, and I think the tickets were a problem. And as a result of that, um, that piece of legislation came into effect to try and stop or at least try prevent some of these things. So we're more concerned about those sort of consequences. Yeah. I appreciate the Madonna thing and it's quite fun to talk about it. Um, but that's something that we really need to pay more attention to. It's not the first time, I think, at a Lincoln Park concert, an advertising board uh, killed a uh, someone who'd come a fan who'd come along to the event. So so that's really what we try and, and look out for is those yeah. sort of consequences. And an event organizers on the line for that. Um, so um, in terms of the act, they need to have liability insurance in place. Um, yeah. And if they don't, you know, they they could lose their business, actually, if they're sued um, for something substantial like that. And, and I think you've raised it is that so there's a difference, I imagine, between the um, performers uh, and I mean it could be the team the soccer team or it could be the performer on the stage and the actual event organizers so um, in a case like um, Ellis Park I'm assuming it would have been Ellis Park um, who who held the liability as opposed to the teams or in the case of Madonna it could in fact be the um, liability would lie with the event organizer as opposed to the actual artist themselves. Yes, often they're the ones that coordinate the various aspects of an event, and they're the ones who are typically on the line. It can get complicated. I mean, you could have a security company that was employed to do their job and then failed to do so, for instance. Um, But the the event organizer is typically the one that gets sued because they are the coordinator, the ultimate responsibility for the event. You're right. Often the performer isn't really brought into um, the aspect of liability. But again, there could be. I think it was Travis Scott where they also had Mm. Um, an incident in the crowd. They said he should have spotted it. Um, he had the microphone. He should have said something by sure. at least alert, you know, alerting security to the to the incident. So these things are very um, circumstance specific. Um, but yes, I think you're quite right. It's normally the event organizer who's the one um, who's in the firing line there. If if you were a betting person, Melita, do you think um, the case will <laughs> hold against Madonna? 
you know, in America, anything's possible, but no, I don't think so. I think even there, um, you know, people still need to prove a loss. I think we get in the press the more um, extravagant sort of awards and things that go on, but no, I don't think so. I think it's uh, it's a little bit of a, a publicity or a kind of pick-me scenario that's yeah. going on there. Melita Thurling, Head of Liability and Special Risks at I2 Special Risks.